My goodness, Wes, I have seen something new this week. What did you see, Adam? Well, it's new to me. I finally watched The Crow for the first time. Oh, nice. How'd you like it? I actually really enjoyed it. Scale, one to ten. Solid... Seven out of ten. I really enjoyed the hell out of wow, it. Wow, it impressive. was just such a like. It was corny. It was goofy. It explained every goth that I went to school with, and I loved <laughs> it. Every single bit of it was incredible. Like it and was just music. so much better than the comic. The music, uh, the music in that movie t- is outstanding. It's okay. Um, <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> in the rain, I did. I enjoyed it. And I had to watch that movie for our other podcast, Comic Book Cabinet, which I'm gonna. Pl- so let me let me lead you in. Hey, has anybody seen anything new this week? But Cabinet, if you have not listened to it and you like Back Patio Podcast, and if you really like this podcast, leave us an iTunes review. It really helps us out. We love reviews. I would like to piggyback off of his. Yeah? I, I would like yeah? to piggyback here because I too watched The Crow. For oh, the how first was it? Time. Oh. Were you all Interesting. Together? No, we watched them separate <laughs> nights. Yeah, no, no, fuck him. I don't, I don't spend time with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, we watched it together. And I just have to say, my favorite character in the whole movie was the fat, greasy pawn shop owner. Oh, yeah. I have never in my life experienced a better amount of swearing than from this man. <laughs> Quote, Jesus Christ in a taxi cab. <laughs> like, who says this shit? I loved it. <laughs> Fabulous. I can't wait to watch it. I'll probably be watching it tonight or tomorrow. It's also got one of the best heretical jokes there is out there, you know. Oh, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was beautiful. Jesus walks into an inn with a couple of nails, says, can you pick me up for the night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was in, that was in <laughs> the novel. It is. It's a direct rip. That movie yeah. is almost panel for panel, the, the comic book. It's really incredible. I'm looking forward to it now for sure, then. So, y'all, are y'all reviewing The Crow? Is that we what it are. is? Yep. Kind of, yeah, giving it a good breakdown synopsis, talking about how it has done over the years. It's fun. How many, how many sequels there are? No. That, oh, you're, you're talking it, about the comic, though, right? Not the movie. Yeah. 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 This season of Comic Book Cabinet, we're focusing on graphic novels that became movies so, or huh. TV shows. So, speaking of uh, ranking stuff from on a scale of one to 10, I know three of you. The hit level 10 just recently. Ooh. How do you like that, Segui? Doesn't get Sucks. better Segui than that. <laughs> oh, Sucks for the one who didn't. That's the one. That's the way it's spelled, honey. <laughs> yeah. Well, that just means Matt gets an entire episode just to himself to talk about level 10. So it could be worse. You could still have level drain. You got rid of that pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, but level drain isn't that bad. Compared to previous. Editions, uh, yeah, it's uh, not nearly as dreadful. You used to, if you saw a white, which was like, like the lowest level thing that could drain a level in like first edition, second edition, you just ran. Like you don't fight them. Like, oh, yeah. It's too hard yeah. to go up a level in old editions. Yeah. I remember the first time that I encountered whites in a game. It was one of your games, and I had no idea what they were. And I was playing a monk, and I was like, I'll just get up in the middle of seven of them. Sure. And then I was level zero for like the next seven, you know, Saturdays. (laughs) Whites. They're better than fighting lefts. Okay. Oh, wow. (laughs) So. For edit. Okay. (laughs) So, Adam. Tell us about yes. Droth and his new level 10 abilities. Pick one that's really fun and exciting for you. 
Uh, I didn't get a whole lot. Uh, I got a new versatile performance, which really I don't do a lot with personally. Um, but I did get level four spells, and I picked up uh, invisibility greater. So going to give Poe a little awesome sneak attack action. And I did pick up a second fourth level spell that I am incredibly excited to show off, but I'm going to keep it a secret until I can use it. Okay, just remind us that you actually wouldn't you use it so we can talk about oh, it. Oh, you guys will know because it is a huge homage to Valandre. And if anybody out there can guess what the spell is, I might, I don't know, send you a sticker or something. I don't know. A stamp. <laughs> All right, Valandre, your name was mentioned. What did you get at level 10? Actually, I'm scared at level 10. <laughs> because um, I... I'm able to use level four spells, and as a summoner at level four, dismissal becomes a spell that I can cast. What does dismissal do? Oh, it dismisses um, creatures who are from another plane. Oh. My problem is, if I can cast dismissal, the enemies we're fighting are probably going to begin to have the ability to cast dismissal, which (laughs) means that my... um, Invulnerable suit of armor, which actually got a lot better at level 10, without any modification at all, it is now sitting at 33 AC. Um, that armor goes down to a whopping, let's see, when that happens, I think it's like a 12 or a 13. No, so you, make that a 9, a whopping 9. So you lose your Eidolon, and then you it's basically instant death for you at that point, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be fearful. But I mean, like I said, I got additional magic, uh, additional natural armor bonuses. Um, I got a few level four spells. It's awesome. Why do I feel like Batman in the fact that I want to take this missile now? <laughs> you know how he's always looking for weaknesses and all of his friends and yeah. enemies. You know? Yeah. Vanek's going to have to know how to take out all of us at any point in time. Dismissal, you Just say. fireball. Just fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs> You're fine. (laughs) Let's talk about level four spells real quick before we get to Poe, because I was looking through some of the bard spells, and they are insane. And some of them are just, like, story wrecking. Like, I could take amnesia, and if you fail, you Mm. just forget everything. I mean, it would be... (laughs) Like, you get amnesia. Yeah. Here's the thing about that amnesia spell, though, is it comes out of the villain codex. So I'm thinking it's centered at villains, not PCs. I mean, Droth did just kill some dude in cold blood last episode. He's pretty evil. That was a revenge killing. That's totally fine. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, fine. (laughs) All right. Ho, what is the fun new toy that you got at level 10? Oh, so I'm really pumped, okay, because um, there's a thing called Rogue's Edge, right? I did some reading because, I don't know, Jack diddly shit about this Oh, that's right. You get that now. (laughs) Tell us about it. Yes. So I chose uh, to get some skill unlock powers and perception. Oh, nice. So because I have uh, sufficient ranks, I basically, I don't know. I mean, I can pretty much perceive shit in my sleep. And let's see, the distance modifier on the DC of perception checks you attempt is reduced to plus one per 30 feet. Um... I get a plus five bonus on perception checks to notice or locate an invisible creature or object, which is pretty cool. that'd be nice. So not only am I sneaky, but I'm very perceptive. Loving it. Mm -hmm. Very cool. 
Yeah. And uh, the rank unlocks on stealth and a few of the other skills are just otherworldly and they're beautiful. Yes. I love it. All right, very cool. Well, I can't wait for this episode to begin because we left off with Droth dealing with uh, his nemesis. You killed him. You stepped over his body. You got your fortune read and some weird crap happened as always does with fortune tellers and pathfinder it seems to be a a running theme now what are you guys going to do as a group in turtleback ferry we said to go see a nymph okay yeah i've got to stock back up on arrows because i actually got pretty <laughs> dangerously close to running out so droth is going to stock right. up on the arrows okay um tell you what tell you what tell you what since you mentioned the nymph and having to do uh shopping trips Let's do this. Let's do an 80s montage theme of everybody getting ready to go find this nymph. What are you doing to prep? Like, take 30 seconds. What are you doing? Can we have Benny Hill as the background music? Okay, done. Yakety sax. Yeah. Yeah. Yakety sax, yakety sax. I love it. Don't talk back. Droth is probably, like I said, buying some arrows. He's going to be sharpening some of the ones he does have. Uh, you know, he's probably spending quite a bit of time catching up with um, his two friends if he can. I know he kind of uh, seemed like he was going to shun them there for a bit, but they cheered him back up. So, I don't know. Poe's going to sharpen his rapiers, maybe go to a bar, flirt with some girls, you know, tell some like war stories. I don't know. Practice your flirting with some of the girls at the bar before we meet the nymph. Hell yeah. 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 First thing you want to do is go to a town that has been devastated by a natural disaster and flirt with the women. I'm tone nice. deaf. Nice. I love it. It fits <laughs> in perfectly with Poe. Sorry. What is that uh, Owen Wilson movie where they're like funeral crashers? Wedding it's crashers. Wedding crashers. <laughs> yeah. But don't they crash a funeral? Yes. I want to see that end. movie now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They do crash a funeral and he's like. Oh, I forget. Uh, the actor. <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell. It's Will Ferrell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Vanek, you doing anything special to prepare for the nymph? I feel like Vanek has to have a ritual or something. Like, he's going to go do something exciting. Uh, he's going to go check out his new inn. He's Remember, he's going to take over the patronage of the inn. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> he, right. Oh, God, I forgot about <laughs> He wanted that. them to uh, uh, take it to the council members because, you know, the guy's dead. We saved the town. I'm doing it on behalf of the party, however. So, yeah, he's... And by checking out his tavern, means he's drinking. <laughs> Poe will join you, actually. You know what? That's that's. A, I need a wingman, so we can go flirt with some women. That woman that you talked to at the top of the cathedral, the one who took over uh, as mayor of Turtleback Ferry, um... When she hears that you're back in town after your dealings at the circus, she is actually going to meet the four of you at that tavern. And she has an envelope in her hand, and she hands it to Vanak. This is the same woman that told Poe that he had a soul still, right? Yes. Well, that told, yes. yes. Told Vanak. And, told Vanak. and Poe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> told Vanak he didn't have a soul. And in told Vanek that she was full of crap, and I just basically lied. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'll open the I'll open the envelope. And inside is the deed to the inn. Oh Holy my god! Holy shit! This worked. <laughs> I have tried this thirty-eight different times. Amazing. You saved thirty-eight different cities. Yeah. <laughs> 
think he just visited 38 different cities and said, I want the D to the N. And this is the first one that worked. Details, my boy. <laughs> details. <laughs> so I, I, I'm sitting there with Poe like, uh, we own it. <laughs> That's amazing, man. What are you going to do first? By the way, Vanak, <laughs> uh, this wasn't mentioned before, but there are six years of back taxes due on this property. How much are the taxes? Uh, you're not going to want to know. Well, I would also like to join the city council and begin changing the policy on back taxes. Well, it's 5,000 <laughs> gold. Do you take IOUs? Uh, well, we have in the past, yes, absolutely. Uh, we don't expect you to pay it immediately, obviously. That would be absurd. But uh, in order to secure this location... Uh, as yours permanently, you will have to pay off the taxes eventually. We'll work Un out a payment plan. Understood. Vanek, Vanek, Vanek. Yeah. I'll take care of the taxes for you. Okay. And I pull out <laughs> my bag of gold <laughs> and platinum pieces, <laughs> and I pay the 5,000 gold. What? what, what 500 what, platinum pieces in the bag. Is, what is happening? Do you really have that much, Casey? I do. She'll break Holy down cow. into tears if you hand over 5,000 gold <laughs> just like that. I will hand it over just like that. Do you, do you understand what this means for the rebuilding of Turtleback Ferry? I do. That's why I'm paying it for Vanek. What is your name? It is no matter of you. Just No, no. We Vanek. are going to build a statue in your honor using just one of these pieces. He said not to worry about it. I shall stay in his stead for the statue. My name is Vanak Tane. Uh, Please, yes, yes, let's well. go. That's great. That's great. Uh, you have the deed. You own the property. She'll just, no, really, we need, she'll turn to Droth. What is his name? My name is Vanak Tane. Droth Valenhall. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't we like? It, shouldn't you be asking about the dam? I mean, weren't we supposed to follow up with you? Did you send us out there? Uh, yes, uh, you returned. So, I, and we saw the waters rise, but not nearly as drastically as before. So, we assume that you you did it. Well, kind of. We found a demon up there. Sorry, a devil. Let's be very clear what it was. Uh, we killed it. Sure. So oh, that's it absurd. Was yeah, I know it was really crazy. But when we killed it, it lowered the dam and it allowed the water to flow the way that it should. So you should be good for like at least 50 more years. And in like 50 years, you're going to need to pick two people to send up there and put in these portals. I just want you to know that Vanek sacrificed his life to open the dam to release the pressure. It's he true. Did. It's very, very uh, true. Wow. But I also suggest that you start a lottery of sorts so that in 50 years, there's no tears to be shed. They know it's coming. It's maybe take an old person and just cram them in the cage. It's it's fine. It's fine. Or a young person. I mean, you're not attached yet, right? Send the criminals. It's a great way to get rid of them. We don't know what happens if NX survive. I didn't die, but I am also very powerful, so there is that. I mean, he's kind of powerful. And Venek, I'm... A little low on funds. Do you care if I um, work the uh, first shift at the bar? Get a little tips. You may work as much as you want, but let it be known that this man never pays for food or drink in my establish our establishment again. You're here. <laughs> and she she's just staring at you like you're going from topic to topic. Like, I gotta send prisoners <laughs> to the dam? You own the inn. You are... Wait. Uh... 
this, this is so much to take in. I, I tell you what, um, why don't you come and interview with and debrief with the High Council tonight, and uh, you can tell us what happened and maybe draw us a map of the portals. What we have to fit, and she'll just she's gonna take her bag of money and walk away, and then she'll turn around and go, "Wait a minute." Didn't we agree that I would pay you for taking care of the dam? I believe it was 5,000 gold. I think you're right. No, no, I think it was 2,000 gold is what I owe you. And she'll just start pulling the money out of uh, Volantre's <laughs> bag and pay you all 2,000 gold. Uh, it'll be 500 gold apiece. Uh, th- thank you. And she just dumbfounded and very confused. She is going to begin walking back towards the cathedral. So we each get 500 gold. Of yeah. uh, Volantra's gold, yeah. <laughs> He's funny that he gives over 5,000, gets 2,000 of it back, but we split it four ways. <laughs> <laughs> but then Droth is going to... Droth will follow up with like, hey, you know, now the town's got the gold to buy the items we found at the dam, so we could just go ahead and sell all of our stuff here, right? We're we're not in the market. <laughs> <laughs> so I've forgotten, how far away are we from Magnamar? It was about two, three days uh, to Magnamar because you've got to go all the way up the river and then, yeah. It's a couple hours from here to where the Black Arrows were. That's where I got confused because I feel like a couple episodes ago I mentioned that I thought that it was multiple days. It was multiple days from Magnamar to Turtleback Ferry. Yep. Yeah, you are correct. Okay. And it's only a few hours to the Nymph. I thought that was longer to get to the Nymph because we had to cross the river or something like that. Just cross the lake island. And what's the name of the... Uh, the swamp or the forest. The Shimmer Glens. Shimmer Glens. Uh-huh. Nice, Hannah. Good job for remembering Thanks. that. Thanks. Hero point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Here. care about the nymph. I'm waiting for the giants. <laughs> what is Shin Celeste? I have Shin Celeste written down. That's <laughs> where the, the that's where the, the, the book guy is. You know, the, the I thought that was the book guy. Book. It's either a person I, or a place. Oh, for the love I of God. I thought it was I thought it was the place where the book guy was. It is. But I, I have nymph written oh. right under that. So well, you you're a bad note taker. Well, you were not <laughs> wrong. All right. Hello, Wes is just <laughs> palm face and palm waiting for us to finish our discussion. I'm watching four squares in Skype completely lose their minds. <laughs> I am completely it's, together. I don't know what you're talking beautiful. about. <laughs> So this council meeting was supposed to be tonight? It is now. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. I've got a shift to work at the bar. Be sure to clean when you're finished. Well, I will. <laughs> Velatre, you working right now? I am. Free drinks for you. I need another you. beer, man. White? Give me no, a beer. No, no, That was offered to you alone. <laughs> this little green friend, I've seen you drink. I can't afford your thirst. <laughs> I got money. I'm rolling in it. I plan to pay. So Excellent. bad news, Excellent. you guys. You're walking into this inn thinking it's fully stocked. Uh, they just went through a major economic crash. This guy was losing money hand over fist. It's empty inside. You, there's no beer. There's no food. Uh, there's plenty of spiders. Fireball. <laughs> no, Rebuild. Is this an inn slash tavern? Is it like one of those combo, like the tavern's at the bottom and the inn room's up top? Or is it, what is it like? Yes. Okay. You are correct. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, any major bar that you would see in any Western film where there's the fun dancing and bar at the bottom and then people walk up the stairs to go sleep with their whores up. All right. Did the deed include Perfect. any insurance? No. God, no. 
No, the insurance is separate, Valentre. Let's let's play uh, accountants and dragons. Oh my god! <laughs> no one's playing Kingmaker, okay? <laughs> I'm just gonna bide my time until whenever they were wanting to do the uh, council meeting. Droth is probably helping out at the circus. I like to think that he's joined for the day and he's like shooting apples off people's heads. He's trying to gather a crowd and get some money like he used to. Okay. If you're on roll 20, you can actually see where the circus was set up. And it's still breaking down, so you could go hang out with those guys for a minute if you wanted. Totally. And this will actually be the picture on the last episode. Uh, I took a screen grab before we logged off, so they'll see where the, uh, the rings were and everything. Sweet. Where everything's set up, so there's plenty of room for you to show off in that one. Has the water fully receded now? Out of the uh, town itself? It, yeah. All of the major flooded flooded areas are now just covered in mud and muck. You can see people shoveling mud out of their homes, and especially after the break from the circus. It was a nice distraction, but they still have a lot of cleaning up to do. Are there any, uh, or is there any evidence of the Black Maga having returned or skulking about or anything like that? Uh, no, it's mostly just people talking about what they saw and the fact that this thing might actually be real. Okay. Are there any vendors from the circus who are shutting down that I might be able to purchase or procure more supplies for the inn from? Oh, no, 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 no. They don't sell that sort of thing here. They are circus performers. They would go to your inn to eat and drink. They don't supply their own. Yeah, but we don't have any food or drinks, so you, that's what you I will be doing. Is you and I have been uh, playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2, <laughs> so I'm picturing <laughs> you're going to need to like uh, hold enter on this thing and uh, do a supply run. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I am doing a supply run for the inn. For <sighs> there, there is none available in Turtleback Ferry. You're going to have to go somewhere else. I can fly. <laughs> You could cast Dimension Door a whole bunch, too. You move pretty quick with Dimension Door. Tell you what, Casey, if, if you're going to fly somewhere to secure supplies, you and I can talk about that offline later. All right. I will transform fly to go get okay. supplies, bring it back, and then... You were, you're going to be gone all night, and you'll return the next morning. I am oh okay God. with that. All right. You three are going to the council meeting. Is that right? Did, did I understand we, you correctly? <laughs> We've lost yeah. our like one voice of reason. This is going to be an insane council meeting. This is what are you talking already? about? <laughs> I could cast hey. message on one of you. Probably should. So this is going completely off the rails, and I'm loving every second of it. You arrive at the cathedral, and they have a long banquet table set up there. And they have laid out all of the best food that Turtleback Fairy has to offer. And Which can't be the, a lot. Six members of the high council are, they have little plates in their hands and they're picking food, little cherries and little, it's lots of fruit based with a couple of cuts of deer that have been fried. And then at the end are your selections of wines and mead and they even have a, a cask of beer set up. Uh, and on the side is the name of the inn that uh, Van Ack now owns where they've obviously taken it after the guy died. Uh, but at the end, they have everything set up, and you three are able are invited in. Partake, partake, please. We'll uh, we'll meet here in ten minutes. Is that like, are we eating and talking, or are do we just have ten minutes to eat? Oh, Droth is um, asking. Yeah, you can uh, you, you can eat. You now is just the mingling time, and then we'll actually meet for the meeting 
in 10 minutes. That sounds like you can continue eating if you want. Just collect your food and find a very comfortable seat for yourself. In fact, we have this one over here set up just for you. What did you do to it? <laughs> no, nothing, sir. I promise. Why it's is it special very... for me, then? Poe will we... shove Droth in the butt. Like, get going. Come on, I'm hungry. Okay, I was just curious. I mean... Leave, leave the nice man alone. <laughs> can I ask two questions? No, you're not here. I know I'm not here, but I am here <laughs> as a player listening to this. One, is the city council meeting open for the public? No. Okay. The second question was going to be if you answered yes, so we're good. If then. Ten minutes Have you go ever by. seen Parks and Rec? Oh, my God. <laughs> Continue, Wes. You're fine. He's melting down. I'm just picturing everybody in Turtleback Ferry showing up being like, so what happens if Black Maga shows back up? Who's going to take care of my house? Yeah, I like Black Maga showing up. Black Maga was great for the economy here in the <laughs> Turtleback Ferry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm now going to sell mud pies to everybody. They're only $5 a piece. Uh, who approved the circus in town? I was totally against that. I would like to sign a petition that is anti-circus, please. Okay, now that we've had that diversion, <laughs> the minutes roll by. Everybody has collected their food. The lady stands up at the head of the table, and she stands on her chair because she is a dwarf and needs to see over everything that is set up. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Uh, and a very large thanks to our friends. I see we have Droth and Poe and Van Actane, and we have... Um, where is Volantre? He's busy. Um, that is, that is distressing. I was really hoping to thank him for his contribution to the recovery of Turtleback Ferry. Uh, I'm, you have... I'm afraid you're remembering this completely incorrectly. It was <laughs> I that gave this money. You heard him say it. Uh, yes, of course. Right. Um, I know. And she just kind of stuttering back and forth. So, uh, High Council, the reason that we are convening today is they told us that in a certain number of years that we would have to make a selection of individuals from town to make a trip to the dam. And this meeting is to not only thank our friends for saving Turtleback Ferry and all of the surrounding area, but also to ascertain the danger of the town remaining here in the case of another giant rain. Um, which of the three of you would like to take over to explain all of this to the council members? Droth, go ahead. I'm tired. I, I was busy eating. What'd she say? Poe will uh, take a rapier and just kind of like poke Droth in the butt. Oh. Tell him about what happened. You guys want to know what happened at the dam. Sorry, I thought this was like dinner or something, but you guys want... Okay, okay, so... What happened at the dam? There, well, we got to the top of the dam and we were fighting some trolls and ogres and there was an Etten and Vanek cast a monkey spell and the monkeys okay. pissed off the Etten and they chased us and then we found some weird alligator trolls and we killed a bunch of those. I got roasted. And when I mean that, I don't mean that, like, I got roasted. I just mean that, like, Vanek shot me with a fireball, but it's cool. We're good. Uh, we killed some more trolls, and then I almost died. There was this scorpion monster made of skeletons. Scor what? Oh, I know. It's nuts. Uh, Poe saved my life with the help of Vanek, of course. And if it wasn't for Volantre, I might have died. 
but that being said, all that being said, there is like really only one thing that's important from all this, and that's that I survived, which is great, because now I'm here, and I can tell you about the portal that is there. There's two portals, uh, and you'll see there's this like miniature... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Tell them about the skull. Look, I brought a skull back, remember? Yeah. Yeah. That's, you see this skull? Yeah, look, look. And he holds it up. That was <laughs> part of the scorpion. And... Oh, why would they bring that out here? How inconvenient. That is just terrible. Right. Uncool. It was. Terrible Imagine if that thing was on top of you trying to breathe down your throat. It was awful. Anyways, <laughs> in that same room, there was this big miniature of the dam. And when I say big miniature, like it looked like a playhouse, like a little kid's playhouse. I big thought it was pretty big, actually. Miniature. Yeah, it's a miniature of the dam, but it's big enough that you could play with it. Okay. So it's a big miniature. Um, and then in a following adjacent room, this is all down a bunch of stairs, too. We'll draw you a map later or something. There are these big portals. There are these two portals, right? Okay. And they may take you somewhere. It seems like it leaves dust behind. But what I recommend doing is about every 50 years, sending two people up there and just letting them go through to the portals to see what happens. So what well happens? said. I couldn't have said it any different way. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. So what are the portals for? Well, the portals are what you send these people through the portals and then the dam lowers. Do they come back? I don't think so. Maybe. Vanek came back, but then, like, the other thing didn't. It was a nice place, but I had things to do here, so I came back. So we just need to do that once every 50 years? I hope people. so. Yeah. Or at least every time the water breaks. Or if it's raining a bunch. Maybe if it's rain. Like, if it rains, just send some folks up there. That should do it. Every time it rains, it rains all the time here. Mm, how many people you got here in Turtleback Mary? About 500. You'll be good for a couple of months. And the council just starts mumbling among themselves. What do you mean by a big miniature? And then a portal? <laughs> what kind of portal are they talking about? Like, they're going to draw us a map? Do we trust these people? Do you pay them to do something for the town? I'm going to dig into this deer if you guys are... You guys cool <laughs> with that? That makes sense? I'll draw a map. It'll be fine. I'm also changing the name of the inn. What does that have to do with the dam? Well, I killed the devil, so I'm going to name the end Vaxial's Demise. Ooh. Oh my god, that is so badass. That's pretty cool. Okay, that is a really, really cool name. However, let's get back to this damn question. When it rains a lot, we need to send two people up to the dam, and they may not come back. Yeah, so like, don't send your most important people. Or anyone okay. you love or are attached to. That's distressing. Uh, if you'll stick around tonight and you'll draw the map for us, we, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, however, the the gratitude of this town knows no bounds, and uh, we would like to provide you each with a home here in Turtleback Ferry, if you would like that. Uh, are there however, any taxes? Not this time. All right. Uh, this one will be free of charge just in Turtleback Ferry for doing a great service for us on top of what we paid you earlier. Um, however, um... I do have one other question about the house, if I may. Okay. Can it be away from the coast in case you don't mess the... Unless you fuck up and don't fix the dam? I don't want my house flooded. Uh, well, that might be a problem. The four homes that are available are right 
on the coast uh, where the Skull River comes in. Beautiful, beautiful homes that you'll need to shovel out a little bit of mud, but it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit. It's not too much. Uh, you'll have to do a little upkeep on the drywall inside. But other than that, it's a great home. You might have to replace the floor. Again, not a problem. You can definitely take care of that. There's a lot. It'll be, uh, well, it's just, but it's a beautiful view. You should see the sunset from your homes. I mean, you might have to stand on the roof because of the homes in front, so it's not from the front. But it's beautiful. It's a wonderful home. I'll take it. I like mud. I'm from the swamp, so it doesn't really bother me. Thanks a lot. That's, you can give my true. home to the circus. <laughs> they're going to need a new headquarters. Uh, they're moving on. I, I don't want to <laughs> live next door to the circus. That sounds yep. awful. We, we, had, we had a discussion in order for them to get the permit to perform. They had to promise to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. They'd bring in a lot of money. <laughs> I doubt it. Okay. Uh, well, the c- council has much to discuss. Uh, thank you to our three friends, and please pass on our thanks to Volantre. Uh, unless there's something else that you need to bring up as a turtleback fairy idea, um, uh, w- the meeting is now adjourned. Thank you all very much. Who supplies the beer and food for Vaxial Demise? How is that being handled? That we leave that up to you, Vanak. I see. Fine, fine. I'm going back to my inn. And you all disperse back to your various areas. Uh, Valancha, you return early in the morning. Everybody else wakes up early in the morning. After doing uh, the 80s montage from the night before of you guys preparing your supplies for heading to the Shimmer Glens, uh, after some discussion, uh, you have determined that the ferry in town on the, east, on the western side of town will take you across Clay Bottom Lake to the edge of the Shimmer Glens. However, this is a ferry that will only take you across the lake. It will then return back to Turtleback Ferry. The area is quite swampy that you're headed into. Uh, so unless you're willing to walk around in waste deep water most of this time, what are you guys going to do? I can walk on swamp. So Draw says, <laughs> screw you guys. Yeah, Poe's good too. Volantre is in his dragon form and is flying, but I will note that because I was up all night getting supplies for the inn, I'm marking my character as fatigued. Probably a good idea. Aww. Exhausted. Yeah, I have those shoes of, uh, what were they called? The shoes that, the swamp, uh, boots of the mire. That's what allows me to walk on the swamp. So, mm-hmm. so Poe is swimming and happy as a frog in a swamp. Mm-hmm. Volantre is flying. Droth is walking. What's Vanek going to do? How much time are we talking about? To get across the lake or searching the Shimmer Glens? Searching. Is, it, is this a large area? It is a huge area. And although you have a pen in the map, from the Fort Rannick that tells you about where it is. Uh, unless you have a guide of some sort, finding that area is going to be très difficile. That's French for really difficult. <laughs> hey, uh, Volantre. Yes, Vanek. Uh, you like being a taxi? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a taxi all night for the supplies for your inn. What's a few more hours? <laughs> I do appreciate it. 
Before you taxi him on out of here, Valandre, would you mind maybe flying up in the air and just kind of getting an aerial layout of this place? He can come with me. His eyes are probably better than mine after being up for 30 hours. Well, I'll tell you, man, it's probably a good thing you weren't at that meeting last night. The food sucks. <laughs> just a bunch of fruit. Yes, that fresh deer and the fruit was, well, it's a little sweet. Actually, it's quite tasty. <laughs> no, no, you should have been there. It was quite delicious. I had to hunt and kill on the way over to pick up the supplies, but I'm sure it was delightful. It was. I'll tell you all about it as we search the swamp. Does you... So, uh, so Volantre flies up into the air with Vanek on his back. And you scan the area around it, and you get an idea of the layout. Uh, you might be able to guide the people where they need to go, but you're not actually able to find whatever clearing or finding this nymph is... Uh, you're literally searching for a needle in a haystack at this point. Figuratively searching for a needle in a haystack at this point. Well, do we have any idea which direction? Uh, did... Uh... The map at the keep, was there any indication there where the captain had been going, Delandre? There's... <laughs> <laughs> We're around the area that the map indicates, but I see nothing to indicate that there is a nymph. We may have to see it from the ground level. I fly back down to the, other, the rest of the party, indicate what I've seen from the mapping, or from what we've gone up, or at least what I've seen. but. Nothing else. So the biggest thing that you've noticed, now that you guys have made it to the shores of the Shimmer Glen with Clay Bottom Lake behind you and the entirety of the area of Shimmer Glens before you, is while you were up in the air, you noticed basically a line of demarcation where the edges of the Shimmer Glen around the outside are lively. It's more forest-like. There's cypress trees and willow trees, and they're all very alive and flowing and beautiful as far as a swampy area goes. But then there's like this area where like there's live trees on one side and dead trees on the other side. And as you guide your group into this area, uh, the, those of you on the ground notice where this change actually happens. And you see, you would expect to hear the sounds of frogs. You would expect to hear birds and maybe even the roar of an alligator. But everything in this area is deathly still. And uh, as you walk through, you see a frog floating bloated on the surface. You see birds twitching in the water as they are dying. And then lazily hanging around are these huge spiders, their fangs dripping with poison. But they don't seem interested in you as their hunger has already been satiated. That and as Valentre, you actually notice that maybe there's even a ring to where uh, of this deathly area. It's not a perfect circle, but it's definitely a very large area of this swamp. So I'm asking this as Casey asking Droth and Poe, not as Valentre. How much do you all each weigh? How does that work? <laughs> I mean, all right, Volantre would be eyeing you to see how much you weigh. 
Poe is tiny. Poe <laughs> probably is like 30 pounds, so I'm not worried about Poe. If that, you know. But you have all your equipment, and you probably are carrying like, <clears throat> I don't know, 150 pounds worth of gold in your bag. <laughs> yeah, I probably weigh closer to like 250 with everything. Okay, so 250, I'm going to assume what, 270 for Vanak and probably about 160, 170 for Poe? Dude, That's I'm like, high end. I'm 5'4", 140. I'm a tiny little guy. Volandre is going to cast a spell, and when he does this, he increases in size. So instead of being 5 foot by 5 foot, he's now 10 foot by 10 foot. Ooh. It also increases his strength score by 8 doing so, and he also grows two additional arms. With those additional arms, he grabs Poe, he grabs Droth, and then he flies up to the death area. That's something different okay. from the normal area. That's where <laughs> we're at. So. The death area. So right. can I get a, an idea? I'm going to throw out some imagery. I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Is it a swampy-like area that looks more like Louisiana-ish or like Florida swamp that turns more into the like swampy death grounds in Lord of the Rings in between Mordor and the Misty Mountains? I think it's the Misty Mountains. Yeah, so on the shores and on the outside edges of the Shimmer Glen are these nice, lovely, alive areas that remind me of the swamps of Louisiana. Uh, But in the center where this line starts, where everything is just dead on the inside, is more like Lord of the Rings. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So it's like everything is dying and just, yeah, decrepit. It's almost like it turns gray and, and that brownish color instead of the bright greens and whatnot. Yeah. Knowledge around nymphs. We've already done that, correct? Yeah, you did some rolling before. You didn't do any library searching. So, yeah, everything that you know about nymphs, you've already found. But just for reference, nymphs would not be associated with death, correct? You are correct. Can I do some sort of check to see if this seems like magical decay or if it's more, uh, not geography, but uh, I'm trying to think. I want to use the word plane, but it's not that kind of plane. You know what I'm trying to say? Like nature? You can go ahead and assume that it's more magical, especially since Volantre was able to see this from the air. Okay. Can I make an arcana check to see if I would know what kind of magic or anything? Uh, it's going to be knowledge nature. Okay, I'll make that check. Uh, scratch that. Knowledge religion. You're asking the bard, so just tell me which knowledge it is. <laughs> knowledge religion. Yeah. Okay, I, I rolled a 13. I've got a plus 11, so 24. 24. Sorry. <laughs> I, I assume this would tell us something. All right. You got a 24 on your knowledge nature roll, right? Yes. Uh, that is actually not enough to determine what would cause this. And uh, he'll kind of relay that back to everybody. Like, yeah, just looking at it, it seems kind of magical. I mean, it's almost a perfect circle. That's pretty crazy, right? But I don't know. I, I just... I can't really tell from here. Maybe if I took a sample of the dirt and tasted it, you know, ran it through my fingers or something like that, but... Take it back to here, a CSI lab. Yeah, from up here, I just don't know, guys. I, I'm sorry. Um, I can't tell you what's going on down there, but I don't know that I really want to go mucking around in it either. If everything's dying down there, I can only imagine it would kill us too. Well, it appears something has just snuffed out all the life in this area of the swamp. That's very powerful magic. Nymphs don't do that. There's something wrong. We must investigate. Yeah, this doesn't look like any swamp I've ever been in, and I've grown up in the swamp, so I don't know. Are there different kinds of swamps? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But none that look like that. I'm sorry, I'm not the expert on fucking swamps, guys. Idiot. (laughs) So, Valentre, 
You yes. fly around with this group on your back, holding them in your arms as you circle over the top of this. Hours are spent searching for where this nymph could be. Uh, yeah, Volantre's not carrying them for hours. Volantre carries them for 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and probably as he's carrying him through the air and realizes the center of that dark death mass, he would go towards that to see if there's anything we could do to prevent the spread. Um, you can't really find, you don't find anything. You may even uh, get down and search the center of the area for a little while, but even the center could even be off a little bit here or there, and that and you're still talking about half a mile in any direction of trying to search for whatever it is you're looking for, because you don't know exactly what you're looking for either. You could be looking for a nymph uh, who would find you. Uh, they can be invisible. Um, there's also other fae in this area that could be there, but uh, finding them is nearly impossible in this huge swath of land. Lantre. Could you set me down in this area? I would like to uh, investigate something. I set him down along with everyone else and then revert back to my medium size. Do I die? What? <laughs> Did I die? When you set him down? When I got set down in this death area of the swamp, did I die? Oh, no. <laughs> I cast Detect Magic, see if there's any lingering okay. magic. It seems to permeate the entire land, the trees, the very water that you're standing hip deep in. Uh, it, it's some sort of death magic, necromancy, that seems to just permeate everything. Do I feel like I felt when I was sitting in the circle of death? When I had, No. Uh, okay. No, you're, I, and you're, by circle of death, you mean the one in the dam that gave you a negative level? Yes. No, it's nothing like that. Like, you okay. don't feel your life force being pulled from you. Um, it's just like the trees and the frogs and the birds that live here in nature have died. So I feel as though whatever has happened has done whatever it's going to do and moved on. I say we search the area on foot and see if we have any indication. Yeah, I mean, why not? I don't I want to find a nymph, so let's get searching. And Droth will like start inspiring courage just because he's kind of bummed out that it wasn't this cool. easy, you know. Love the idea of you just tramping through the uh, swamp, stepping on top of all this water. Pe other people are wading through Swampy. singing a song. Yes. <laughs> it reminds me, there is an Easter egg in the first Lord of the Rings when they're hiking up the uh, frozen mountainside. Legolas is on top of the snow because elves yeah. walk on top of the snow. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it's just man. one of those things I missed as a kid and rewatched it recently and was like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Volantre flies up and down to make sure that we're heading in a direction that he's aware of, and especially okay. so we can get back to Turtleback Ferry. Sure. So you're keeping an, an idea of how to get back home. Kind of like Correct. a breadcrumb trail or something. Not even that. Just he knows where he is. <laughs> how, far, how far away are we from Turtleback? Uh, across the lake, and depending on exactly where you set down in the Shimmer Glen, uh, anywhere from like one to five miles away uh, from the shore. So we can uh, see it from a horizon line, unless there's... Oh yeah, easily. It's obscurity. not that big of a lake. Everybody give me a perception check. Ooh. That's a pretty good roll. I'm happy with this. Oh, hey. 14. Okay. 31. 19. 
19. <laughs> Very nice. All right. As on one of your dips to back down to check in with everyone, Valentre, everybody's, you start to notice these tall, dark-robed figures just at the edge of your vision. And just as you turn around to look at them directly, they disappear. It's like you see them in the corner of your eye kind of deal, and then they're gone, or... I don't like exactly. that. Exactly. Am I the only one who saw that, or did also Poe and Droth Everybody see saw that. Okay. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I, uh, I want to get out of here uh, now. We may be getting high, I don't know. <laughs> How many do you guys think there were? I saw, what, four or five? I don't know. I don't like it. I want to leave. Let's go. Fuck the nymph. I don't care. I thought fatigue was setting in and I was seeing things, but you saw that too? Yeah. Uh, do you guys... What, what time is it, Wes? Is it getting to be late? It's dusk. Let's do this. Uh, Droth will cast Tiny Hut again, and it creates that <laughs> sphere uh, where we can see everything outwards, but nothing can see into it. Uh, and it is basically like we're in its own, we're in our own little environment now. Nobody can hear us the whole nine yards. Um, it'll protect us from all of the possible elements, everything. So that way we can at okay. least talk and be on the watch. Are we in death area or live area? Where do you want to be? Live area. Just, yeah, live area, but we just <laughs> saw the robe figure, so I'm asking. Uh, so... It's getting towards dusk. You saw the robed figures. You were discussing that. We weren't quite finished with that encounter when all of a sudden uh, Homeboy starts casting a tiny hut. Oh, That's, sorry. Yeah. Well, there's now a 20-foot <laughs> radius sphere centered on my location. So. Right, that means you're in the death area when he casts that spell. Oh. How long does it take you to cast that spell? It's a one-action spell. It's immediate. Is it really? Yeah, That's it's crazy. a fucking kick-ass spell. All right, as soon as you cast it, give me a will save, everybody. Oh, uh, damn. Sorry, guys. Fucker. <laughs> oh, hey, I rolled yeah. an 18. I'll be fine. 23. 29. 24. Oh, yeah, you're all fine. Never mind. I'm good. Basically, you feel fear creep into your bones, but you fight it off. When he cast a spell? It's while he was casting, yeah. Okay. It wasn't, a f it was not, you would not associate him casting a spell with this effect. I gotcha. Okay. Like, guys, it's just a bubble. Everyone chill. <laughs> I felt it for a second too, but I'm pretty good at this one. I know this spell. <laughs> What's the name of that spell again? Uh, Tiny Hut. Its duration is two hours per level, so we got it for 20 hours. That lets us all pass through the wall freely, mm -hmm. right? But nothing, nobody else can, is that right? Correct. Correct. And oh, it okay. is. Okay. It's unmoving, so it doesn't move with me. It's just right now, it's centered on my location. There's a 20-foot radius opaque sphere of any color that I desire. I typically choose green, um, and it is uh, able to basically, it is literally a sphere. So it's part of the ground. It's part of, uh, like it goes into the ground if something was going to burrow into it, basically. Uh, just trying to cover all of my bases here since we are in a swamp. And you can't leave, though, if you leave it immediately. Ends. Uh, I don't think that's the Yes, actually, that is exactly the case. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just read it. <laughs> well, it's been a while since I cast this one. Just making it's sure one you're not going to go peek out <laughs> yeah. from the I, sphere. I can fit nine other medium creatures. Uh, yeah, they can freely pass into and out of the hut without harming it. However, if I remove myself, the hut ends. So, And it's not like a force field where you get to determine who goes in and out. No, it's just... no, no, no. 
it's you protect you from, from the, the elements. elements. Yeah. And it gives you uh, concealment on the inside. Exactly. Right. Um, okay. So, and I cool. can illuminate it dimly to, on command and stuff. So it's in the little nightlight. Right. So you guys have the night to uh, spread out and sleep for yourselves. Um, it does not provide you with a bed to sleep in, so you're still in hip-deep water in certain places. But you can climb up into a tree or hug a tree or figure out a way, right? Sure. <laughs> not exactly uh, the end. <laughs> right. So you are going to go to sleep for the night. Are you guys going to set up watches, or are you all just going to peace out and wake up in the morning? Um, I will take first watch. Yeah, we're in a dead area. We don't know what's going on. There's no way we're all going to just peace out. Okay. Just tell me uh, what order you go to sleep in. I'll take first watch. I'll take second watch. Volantre, you need rest, man. You were up all night the night before. I'll take last watch. Poe is terrified, so he's not sleeping. So you're going to stay up and do all four watches? Yes. Brilliant. Uh, You fall asleep during the first watch. Actually, give me a fortitude save. (laughs) Oh God! Have y'all seen this this uh, movie on Amazon called Ronal the Barbarian? No. R O N A L. Take no. the time to watch it. It's like based off of uh, like Scandinavian death metal, uh, heavy metal cartoon, D and D and D like in general. I got I just got sucked into it after about a minute. Like all the bad guys are like wearing assless chaps and pierced nipples like S and M people. I mean, it is hysterical. This and looks so elf. funny. It is so, oh my God, it's hilarious. It's a cartoon. Oh it my is God. It's so, so freaking hilarious. Oh, there's the you assless chaps right there. Oh no. Ronald, the women are Ronald in like the No, 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 no. Oh no. Wes, yeah. that's a 15 total. Okay, yeah. So you'll, you'll pass out in the first one, first watch. Okay. Sounds great. Sounds yeah, like so Poe. Yeah, just so because, Vanek, Go ahead. I was going to ask because we're in a weird environment, with magical flight, does that end? On, well, never mind. Uh, if I'm sleeping, I can't have my uh, idol on out. So, yeah, it definitely ends because I don't have my idol on. Oh I mean, God. we're all sleeping okay. in trees, let's be honest. We're, we found a nice yeah. little tree branch. We climbed up. Droth is used to sleeping in a tree. Mm-hmm. Travel in the circus. You guys can do it. <laughs> Volantre burrows into his little bedroll that's in, on the side of a tree and Like rests. a cocoon? <laughs> I guess as much as possible. It's yeah, incredible. Fanny's it. <laughs> like over there a... grumbling. Why the hell did we come to a death area in the middle of a swamp, sweeping the water with trees around us and have it in five miles away? What the hell is going It's all for the nymph, my friend. fly back. I wasn't talking. All right. To the damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you complain to this on Droth. Van Egg, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, four. Four total. <laughs> total. Nice. With all Hello. bonuses added. Okay. We are all dead. Good. Uh, Droth. Give me a perception check. Vanek, your uh, your watch goes uneventfully, and you go Another to sleep for the night. Another 19. I'm rolling rocks tonight. Uh, that is a total of 31 again. Okay. Very good. Uh, your watch goes basically uneventfully. Now you have to go wake up Poe, who grumbles and pushes you away. Yeah, and if Poe seems to resist a little bit, uh, he would just stay up for the third watch. Nah, Poe I think like Poe's a... going to pop up and, okay. and do the watch, right, Poe? Of course. Very good. <laughs> Poe, right, give me Poe. a perception check. Okay, that's a 21. About halfway through your shift, 
you hear somebody rummaging through Droth's supply sack, his bag. And looking over at Droth, he is laying on his back, arms stretched out from the uh, from the, the limb that he has chosen to sleep on. And uh, he's snoring loudly. But uh, when you see the pack that he is clipped to the tree hanging down, you notice that there's definitely movement. So either something is really small and it's climbed inside of his pack and rummaging around quite violently, or somebody is hanging off of the tree invisible and rummaging through the sack. Oh my god. Okay, so Poe is going to be that person in the horror movie when there's a person in the house and he's just doing the really loud, like, <sighs> like terrified breathing. Um, it came from inside. Have you checked the children? Um, so he's just kind of, he's going to freeze and he's going to very slowly pull out one of his rapiers and he's going to roll for perception to see if he can squint his little froggy eyes and see what's going on over there in the bag. And you get a plus five for seeing invisible creatures, right? Yes, I do. That's I a 25 it. total. 25 total? Is that with mm-hmm. your plus five for yes. invisible? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can definitely see, like, this faint shimmer of something, like, flickering in and out. And it is about two feet tall. And you see the outline of butterfly wings. And then it's invisible again. All right. Poe is going to stealthily move over to the tree. Okay. Shh. Yep. Roll your self check. 37. Nice. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Oh. I was afraid you were going to wake up the entire party. Uh, so yeah, it's still... Sh- whatever is rummaging through the bag continues as if they never noticed you and you stealthily approach whatever is happening over here. Uh-huh. So he's going to go over to the limb where Droth is and he's going to poke him and cover poke his mouth. Yeah, poke Droth, but cover Droth's mouth with his little froggy hand. He's going to poke him awake. Droth be like, what? What? <laughs> Do I know it's you? I mean, there's a frog hand over your mouth. I hope so. We're in the middle. <laughs> okay. Well. The one time it's a legitimate question. <laughs> We're in the middle of a swamp. Right. <laughs> I would imagine that your hands have got to smell like crickets or something. I mean, I probably wouldn't recognize your smell. You probably hear the, you know, the Poe breathing. Yeah, sure. And, he's, uh, you know, he kind of leans down. He's like, Droth. Droth, there's something in your bag. Something is stealing from you. Okay, so that is going to give him another perception check. And as soon as you hear that whisper in your ear, Droth, you're going to hear somebody just go, ah! And uh, he'll, something drops out of the tree. And looking down, Poe, whatever it was that was invisible is invisible no longer. What you see is a two-foot-tall creature with these big, huge, fairy-like eyes and these huge gossamer butterfly wings off the back of him. And he's just lying there on his back, wings outstretched. And he just goes, please, 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 I'm so hungry. I, I left my home in search of help for my mistress, but no one is willing and I'm not used to being here and I'm so... So very hungry. And I saw that you guys had this little hut here. 
what's your name, buddy? Uh, yeah, all my friends call me Yap. Yap? You mean like you yap too much? Oh yeah, totally. You talk way, way too much, and especially when I get really nervous and I have to, and I'm hungry and I don't know where I am, yep. and I just really need some help. Do you like bugs? I love bugs. Oh, that's great. And he'll like toss a whole bag of crickets down to yap. You can. And have he'll those. grab the bag, and he'll just start scooping them out and just shoveling them into his mouth. He goes, "Yes, yes." So all of my friends call me yap, and it's like his mouth gets full. He's like, "Please, please, so very, very pleased to meet you." And by this time, everybody in the camp is awake. Can Droth make a sense motive just to see if this thing is telling the truth? And can sure. he also make a knowledge check to figure out what it is? Yeah. Uh, give me your pers- or sense motive first. Sense motive is a twenty-five. Okay, uh, he seems to be fairly genuine. And now give me knowledge. One second. <laughs> I've already rolled it. It is a fourteen on the die. So just let me know which one. Knowledge nature. Knowledge nature. I rolled a fourteen on the die. I've got a plus twelve, so twenty-six. This thing is known as a pixie. They are small fey creatures. They can be invisible at will, oh, wow. even through attacks. They are also resistant to all physical damage, except cold. Well, not all physical damage, damage, but they ha- are resistant to physical damage except for cold iron weapons. And like most fey creatures, they have a spell resistance. Cool. Uh, and so Droth is going to be like, "Oh wow, you're a you're you're a pixie, aren't you?" And I got one more thing for you, Droth, that you know about pixies. Okay. They can make a little thing called pixie dust that you can apply to arrows. <gasps> That's cool. But you can't steal it from them. They have to give it willingly. What does the pixie dust do for the arrows? I, I Adam, don't know. You'd have had to roll a shit ton higher than what you did in order to figure <laughs> that out. But they do have pixie dust. I do know that they won't give it willingly, or I can't get it willingly, right? You have to get it willingly in order for it to work. You can't just steal it from them. Gotcha. Uh, and so, and it, like I said, Drothel to look down and be like, "Wow, you're a you're a pixie, aren't you?" Yeah, yeah. All my friends call me Yap. You can call me Yap if you want to. I can't wait to become all of your friends. And you all look extremely armed Tired. and dangerous. Well, that too. Yes, I'm sure because I woke <laughs> you up in the middle of the night. I know it's really, really late. But also, my mistress really needs help. Yeah, yeah, buddy, it's cool, it's okay. Droth will actually help him off the ground and, like, open his oh, pack and give him a ration really or two. That. Here, I know you're oh, hungry. Oh, my God. Do you have any other friends that are hungry? Uh, no, no, everything in this entire place has died. I was barely able to avoid it myself. Whenever she lost her mind, she lost the love of her life and just killed everything around her, and it's just awful, and I'm really looking for somebody to try and help me out. And this is your mistress? Yes, she is ill, so, so very ill. I gotta tell you, death would have been better for her. The land sickens with her heart, and it just cannot be cleansed until her misery is Persian. I just can't do it myself, and please, you must help her. Her lover would have not wanted to leave her like this. I can take you to, to her. Maybe maybe you can do something. I, I've tried everything to cure her broken heart, but to no avail. She wails and moans over in White Willow, and the trees, plants, Nixies, frogs, and everything are dying or worse, and I can take you there. Please help me. Yep, is your friend... Friend does is your mistress? Does she happen to be a nymph? She used to be. Yes. Wait. Used you to know be. her? Uh, you can used to be a nymph. It's it's awful <laughs> what's happened to her. But you're gonna have to see it for yourself. I can't describe what's happened here. It's just awful. 
Yeah, uh, One guys, thing let's... I've always hated about the Shimmer Glens, all the damn fairies. <laughs> you do not like fairies? Oh my god, I'm so sorry, sir. I just wish I could help you out, and if there's anything I can ever do for you, I'd be glad. If you just promise to help my mistress, I'll make sure that you are as comfortable as you can possibly be here in the Shimmer Glens. What do you need us to do for your mistress? Talk to her? About her lost love? Possibly. I, I don't know. She just keeps wailing on and on about it, and I don't know what to do. Well, we've got a bachelor frog that's been looking for love. I don't... <laughs> I don't think... Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I am so, so very rude. Uh, my name is Yap, and uh, the person who gave me the crickets... Uh, what, what's your name? My name is Poe, and I am no stranger oh, to heartbreak. I think I can talk to your mistress. Oh, oh that would be wonderful. I... You are all extremely tired, aren't you? It's the middle of the night. Why don't you all go back to sleep? And when it gets to be daylight in the morning, I'll keep watch for you all. I'm invisible. I can fly up in the trees and keep an eye out, make sure nothing bothers you at all. And I can also talk to the creatures so that they don't bother you. And then you could all get some really great sleep for the night, and then I can wake you up in the morning, and then we could go and see my mistress. How does that sound? Be quiet. Oh, I could totally be quiet. I am the most quiet person in the entire world. When I'm a pixie and I decide to be quiet, I can be very, very yep, quiet. Yep, yep, uh, yeah. He has a habit of burning things, so you might want to start being quiet oh, awful. right now. Hey, yep, I tell you what, pal. If you want to talk, you're welcome to, and uh, Droth will cast a message on him. You can talk to me all night if you want. Oh, I can, we can talk back and forth? Yeah, just whisper, so that way Vanek can get his beauty sleep. Oh, that's Thank great. you awesome. very that's much. Fantastic. So, if you yeah, want to talk, me a perception check. <laughs> You're within ten <laughs> feet, so you have to. <laughs> you can hear it all spell night. Resist, spell resistance. <laughs> spell resistance. No. Oh crap! Then it goes back to sleep. <laughs> I was going to say Volantre never woke up. He Good. was exhausted. exhausted He'd yeah. slept through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> snored the whole time. Who's the man who snores all the time? He's really, really loud, Droth. What's his name? Oh, his name's Volantre. Oh, he seems like a really cool guy. He can sleep through anything, can't he? It's just amazing. That's so wonderful. And that goes on all <laughs> night long. Yeah. <laughs> it is another six hours until sunrise, and you are up all night talking to Yab. He is so excited to find a friend. But I'm trying to get some information out of him as well. Like, I want to know more Good. about let's, the let's nymph. Do it. I want to know more about the pixies. I want to know more about what happened here, who the lover was, like everything. Droth is trying to just be gossip queen with this guy. <laughs> Oh, her lover, his name was Lamitar, and they were always meeting, and they were always very happy, and they he would just come and visit her like once or twice a month, and then they would just spend all the time together, and she was extremely happy, and everything in the Chimmerglens was all alive and wonderful. Why, what happened? Why did they uh, break up, or why did, you know, did he leave her? I don't know what happened to him. You'll have to find out from her. Uh, she seems to just be heartbroken, and you're going to be very surprised when you see her. She's not what you would expect when you when I tell you she's a nymph. Nymphs are very beautiful and wonderful creatures, and they're from the first world, just like I am. And then they just like just radiate beauty. But she, even though she still radiates this beauty and everything, she still is like it's it's really it's awful. So you said that she used to be a nymph. Is there a better term for her now? Um. Well. Uh, have you have you heard of a thing called a nethelback? Uh, a <laughs> I have not. A nethelback. A nethelback. Uh, yeah, it's it's the word that we use in the first world for this, and I I don't know what you would call it here in uh in the in the in the in the in this world. 
Canadian rock band. <laughs> <laughs> not Nickelback. <laughs> Nethelbot. Episode title, not Nickelback. <laughs> uh, so what is what is your mistress's name? What can I address her as? Oh, oh, uh, we always called her Mariana. She was a wonderful person, and she would just love us and make everything so happy, and everybody was so happy all the time, and we just run and play, and everything would be alive and Will wonderful she be upset and beautiful. If we here. call her Mariana, what? or does she go by something else? Oh, now? I don't think so. She'd probably love that. Okay, okay. Um, and you said she's yeah. just been like wailing. Should we be worried? Can can she hurt us? Is she going to try to do what she's done to this land? I don't know. Yeah, that's something we kind of need to know about. I mean, you wouldn't want your new pal Droth to be killed by your mistress, would you? Well, be very careful. Is there anything we can use to protect ourselves against her? I mean, in case. No, no. I don't want to die. She she floats now. Like, <laughs> when you say she floats now, that's very vague, Yap. I know, and normally I talk so much, but when it comes to her, it's very difficult. What if I help you loosen up a little bit? And he offers Yap some, like, alcohol. <laughs> oh. And Yap takes the biggest drink. Is it a wine skin that you're giving him? Yeah. Or a flask? It's probably either one of the... I probably have multiple flasks and wine skins. I mean, this. I imagine that Droth likes to keep liquor on hand. And two feet tall, he drains it. Okay, and I'll, I'll keep handing him over. I mean, I'm not. I'm kind of going like no holds bar on this. He needs as much information about this nymph. You're gonna give him alcohol poisoning. I'm fine with that. Droth just drains a care. second one. She's wonderful, and she's not wonderful anymore. Yeah, yeah. I man, I tell you, I know what that like. It's nuts. <laughs> it just happens. Uh, but I need to know. Do you think she's gonna try and kill us? I'm going to need you to give me a charisma check. Oh. Okay. I'm good at that. Is it... That is going to be a 17 plus 4, 21. Uh, actually, make it diplomacy. Make it Excuse diplomacy. Me. Okay. Yeah, which would 17 add on plus that. 14. So, what is that? 21? No, sorry. 31. <laughs> there you go. Don't forget to carry the ones. Yeah. Brain go burr. Mm. <laughs> She's not alive anymore, Droth. She's dead. So when and she floats. When you say you need us to help her, does that mean you need us to, like, take care of her? Well, don't... I wouldn't kill her. Uh, but she's already dead. I've seen... She's... Yeah, but she just comes back every night at sunlight. Sunlight? Sundown? When you say she comes back, does Mary... He's drunk. Mariana come back and she's herself again and then after yeah. for how long No, no, she's she's not herself. She hasn't been herself since since the since the thing happened. And you don't know what that thing is, right? Big huge monsters. Huge monsters with huge chunks of wood beat her to death. It was awful to watch. And they carried away her lover. Huge, huge creatures, 10, 15 feet tall, and they just beat her, beat her, beat her. All I could do was watch. Do you think that if we avenge her and maybe find her lover, she would 
feel whole again? Possibly. Can we reason with her, Yav? Yes, you, you can talk to her. I've talked to her before, but I never get close enough, and I can't do the thing for her that she needs the most, which is bring her lover back. Do you, Droth, Droth, do you know the spell Reincarnate? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never, I mean, I can't cast it, but I've seen it before. Druids and nymphs. They can bring back those that died. It may not be in the same body that they died in, but they come back in something new, and it's still their soul in this new body, and it's really lovely, and she has tried over and over and over again, and he just won't return, and I don't know why, and I tried to help her cast the spell, and he just... I don't know what happened. Have you ever seen her lover? Yeah, yeah, a human. Uh, not much... Just a little bit bigger than uh, your friend over there. Did he have the one who told me to shut up? Did he have any tattoos? Maybe oh. one that looks something, uh, something like this. And Droth will pull out his necklace. No, I, not that I've noticed, and <laughs> I've seen a little more of him than I really ever wanted to. I'm just curious. <laughs> my uh, my friend here had a tattoo, uh, and he'll point over to Poe and and say, you know, like it, that tattoo like steals your soul or something, or it was a. A mark oh. of giving your soul away. I just wonder if you can't bring her lover back because his soul is gone. Or maybe he doesn't want to come back. I think that spell... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Show me that symbol again. Uh, and he'll hold out the, one of the necklaces he has. I saw a woman in a red dress leading those tall creatures. And she was wearing a necklace that looked just like that. Did she slither? No, she looked like a normal woman. I'm willing to bet that was no normal woman. It's the red dress I'm thinking of. She was probably a Lamia, a matriarch, I think is what she was. <laughs> well, all I called her was bitch, because she killed... She was... It was... <sighs> well... Can I have another drink? Sure, yeah, and he'll keep handing them. I mean, he's pouring shots for the both of them or something. Uh, and he's, he, you know, whenever he takes a shot, he's tossing it over his back. He's trying to stay as like clear headed as he can to <laughs> keep the information coming out. Oh my God. Well, yep. I mean, uh, is there anything you can give me to help in this situation? Oh yeah. 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 In the morning, I'll make you, uh, I'll make you some pixie dust and I can give it to you and then you could use it if you need it. What? And it should last for at least a day. What would, uh, what would pixie dust do for me, pal? Oh, oh, you can choose to like give somebody memory loss or you can send them to sleep for a while or you can make them your best friend. Well, cool. I, would... I personally like the one that sends them to sleep. Yeah, but I mean, you could use this to be best friends with people. Well, sure, but isn't it better to like be real best friends with somebody like me and you, Draw? That's really true, pal. You've got, man, you just, you hit the nail on the, here, have another shot. and He'll pour a shot and this time he'll take it. Excellent. And uh, you go, this goes on until the morning, and everybody wakes up to a day, and uh, yeah, as soon as like the sun like barely hits the horizon, even though you really can't see it uh, through the trees, you know it's there, and he just taps everybody on the head. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's a new day, it's a new day, and you get to help my mistress today. And she only shows up at the sunrise, right? Or was sunset. it the sunset? Uh, but I, well, she comes back at sunset if nobody else. But she could come back during the rest of the day and I could show you exactly where she is. But I'm going to have to show you next week. Oh, damn, oh, God. damn it, Yap. <laughs> next yep, week, I know it's a really long time wait to wait, week. but uh, we'll all be really happy when that finally happens. Yes, we will be. We'll see you guys next week.
Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there is a link in the episode description, so go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun, so come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo. 